gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Thursday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. And uh, it is the trade deadline, the NBA trade de- trade deadline today. Rico's got his Knicks t-shirt on. He's uh, really excited for the Villanova pair to be Let's lined go! up again <laughs> with the Knicks. We're back, baby. That's right. We're opening up talking about the Josh Hart trade. The best, the <laughs> best team in the state of New York is back. <laughs> never left. They did never leave. Never left. And on, on the other side of that t- trade, uh, Cam Reddish is getting traded for like the third time in, what, less than a calendar year? I am happy for him. Are you? I am because he played earlier in the season. He played pretty well. Played well enough to earn a, a spot in the rotation. Uh, he lost some minutes, and then he went to he, – he did what – you know, you you got to respect him. He went to the coaching staff and said, hey, I'm not happy about the minutes that I'm getting. What can I do to fix that? And Thibodeau said – well, you asked, so now you're riding the bench. <laughs> he benched him. He benched him because hmm. he asked how how he can get more minutes. Hmm. And Tibbs answered with, no way. There are yeah. zero ways. You're benched. Yeah, that old trade uh, from Atlanta didn't work out. Uh, looks like that's, you know, he looks like he's going to be a journeyman, which, you know, more power to you one way or the other. It was supposed to be a Duke pairing, and then in a couple years they were supposed to get Zion, and it was just supposed to be Duke, <laughs> that, that Duke team 2.0 in New York, and yeah. it, it's, apparently it's not going to work. Now you guys have turned to the Villanova team from 2016. Yeah, uh, 2016 Villanova. Yeah. Did you know that Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson went 77-9 and in college, and they won a national title? That's really just saying, cool. they're great. They're great, and they're going to be great in New York. <laughs> Did you know there are only four players in the league right now that have current this season? I think it's four hundred points, uh, three hundred rebounds, like two hundred assists, and like fifty steals. And Jalen or er, and uh, Josh Hart's one of them. Mm. What does he average? Like ten points? He averages like nine point six. Doesn't matter. <laughs> He's a great defender. Yeah, I, I'm I'm big Josh Hart fan. I like Villanova. I like Jay Wright. Um, so I cheer for those guys at the next level. Except for Kyle Lowry. For some reason, I just don't like Kyle Lowry. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I do cheer for him at the next level. And so it'll be kind of fun to see uh, what uh, what becomes of that. Of course, that's not the the big trade. There's a couple more trades uh, wanted to get to. <laughs> yeah, I guess something big happened with yeah. uh, with a certain <laughs> another star in Brooklyn or something. Yeah, it might change the the whole way that we look at the. NBA this season. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, of course, have acquired uh, Kevin Durant. This shortly after uh, Kevin Durant's partner in crime there um, <clears throat> uh, was traded uh, to the the Mavericks, Kyrie Irving, of course. <laughs> and uh, so Kevin Durant on his way along with TJ Warren, a return to the Suns. So yep. TJ Warren has played there before, uh, is getting traded for Mikael Bridges, who, by the way, Defensive Player of the Year runner-up last year. So Sad for Mikael Bridges. Yeah, in 2020, that's just a throwaway. In 2020, he said he loved it in Phoenix and never wanted to leave. Mm. And then they were like, hey, we're getting Kevin Durant, so bye. Also a former Villanova guy, by the way. Uh, Cam Johnson moving Just along down and the four first-round picks. That's a lot of first-round picks. That is a first. That is a lot of first-round picks. The Nets need to, to get all these picks so that they can trade them all for their next big three that's going to fail. Yeah, so they, yeah exactly. That, <laughs> that big three 
big two, however you want to look at it, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, James Harden, who James Harden was there like a year, whatever. Yeah. Uh, all together won one playoff series. And they didn't play in too many games together. Garbage. Yeah. And everybody said they were going to be great. I'm actually glad the Knicks didn't get Kyrie and KD. I was sad at the time. (laughs) Very broken. But now I'm glad. No, now I am. After everything that shook out. Oh, at the time, I see what you're saying. No, at the time, I was very sad. I was I thought you were saying, like, today, you're more happy to get Josh Hart than KD. No, I'm I'm happy that we didn't get KD and Kyrie. (laughs) If If this exact trajectory happened, like, you won one playoff series, and they had all this drama off the court, and then they both ended up getting traded, and nothing came of, of them coming to your team, I'm glad that the Knicks didn't get them. And this is this is interesting, though, too, because Kevin Durant, um, you know, Phoenix obviously makes them uh, a, a contender. They're the number the, the betting odds change now. They're the number two team in the league as far as uh, betting odds go to win the championship. Boston's still number one, although Jalen Brown did get hurt yesterday. So that's something to kind of pay attention to. Uh, but in any case, um, that it, it's it, it's fascinating in a lot of different ways. Of course, CP3 still doesn't have a title. That's uh, kind of nope. been something that's been, uh, you know, something he's been chasing his whole career and Rajon Rondo's let him know it for quite some time. Uh, and uh, so Kevin Durant going there. Um, Rondo has two with, with rival franchises. Yeah, which is kind of cool, uh, but not as cool. I'm a Celtics fan, so it would be even more cool if he didn't have one. Really, one living, off of that, really living off of that one title with Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers Me? is no, no, like a bunch of the, a bunch of those Celtics. Oh yeah, they're just like man, well, we won a title. I was like, yeah, you should have won more with well, how Rondo good you were. One. Well, KG got hurt in two thousand nine. They were they were this close in two thousand ten. Metal World nope. Peace hits the Paul three. Pierce. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they, these are championships are hard. Ray to win, Allen. Rico. That's fine. You, you might not big... know about this as a Knicks fan, but I don't. <laughs> no. And a Mellow fan. I really <laughs> don't know fan. anything about titles. Yeah. I'm just uh, saying, you're really living off of that. Doc Rivers living off of that one title. Well, yeah, for a long. I mean, that's one. It's an NBA title. It's a hey, big congratulate that Celtics team. Congratulations. You should have won more. You didn't. Whatever. Mm. You could argue, but then of course what? Austin has something to say. Bill Self is the Doc Rivers of the NBA of college basketball. How's that? Bill Self has a few. Doesn't titles, he have doesn't what he? two or three? Does he have two? Bill Self only had one until. Last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's two. Yeah, but now he has I know, two. But Doc- I'm saying before last year. Yeah, he was living off of one How about and Doc Rivers were the same coach? Yeah. How about Tom Izzo? Uh, he's just old and grumpy. He's just better Bayheim. <laughs> yeah, I guess they both just have one title. Who would you rather be yelled at? No, actually, better, qu- better question. Better question. Whose breath smells worse? <laughs> <laughs> Bayheim's. Definitely yeah, Bayheim's. Bayheim's breath Izzo probably looks smells like, like he chews uh, gum. Bayheim's breath probably <laughs> smells like a decomposing body. Jim Bayheim literally killed someone. He did. We don't talk he about did, that. He yeah. did. Like it sucks. It's unfortunate. Car accident. That happened. Yeah. yeah. And then they brought the family to the next game. Yeah. And they were just like, "Oh, we're so Our sorry." Bad. Yeah. I Whatever. Just, but like Syracuse has been just the last couple of years. I hate when you have to run a legend out. I really do because it. it, it but it, it's kind of getting to that point, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's time. Yeah. But he's not going to leave. Remember when Kansas State ran Bill Snyder out and then like four years later, like, hey, Bill, we need you. We need you. <laughs> and then he came back and then they did pretty good. And then he was like, OK, I'm going to leave again. But now my son's going to take over. And they were like, no. No. And then Bill was like, OK, I'm not going to leave yet <laughs> <laughs> unless you agree to let my son take over. And they're yeah. like, we're not. We're that's not, not happening. He's like the special teams coach. We're not going to do that. That's not that's not happening, sir. Yeah. And now look at him. 
Good thing they didn't let him take over. Yeah, and it's still Bill Snyder Stadium, so everybody yeah. wins in the in that the Bill end. Snyder family family stadium. stadium yeah. yeah, including the son. <laughs> <laughs> He's included. He has right. a stadium named after him, <laughs> technically. Uh, of course, uh, there are also some bigger trades. The NBA deadline is just spectacular. I don't know how much of uh, you know some people aren't big NBA fans. Yeah, a lot of people. This this era of like player mobility and, and players deciding you know that started somewhat with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they did. You know, they wasn't so much free agency then, but they created the super team, and then LeBron, of course, created his super team in in Miami, and that was more open free agency movement and. So one way or the other, um, it's it's just crazy how you know it, it. You know, maybe it is the same guys. Maybe it just continues to be Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> but the stars are just continually moving, and this is a bigger trade deadline than in years past. But the NBA trade deadline, like I, like as opposed to the NFL trade deadline, I think MLB's got some sting to it because you can see buyers and sellers, and you can see that a little bit in the NBA. But as far as like household and big star names. This is crazy. The NBA does that. The NBA the NBA is really good at at seeing names that are well known with a certain team switch teams at the trade deadline because it's as you said buyers and sellers and at at some point you realize, you know, we have this guy who's been really good for us, but we're not going anywhere with him. We might as well try and build for the future. We can get a couple first round, maybe some second round picks and some young assets uh from this person so you end up trading that guy away and Sometimes you, you trade for somebody and you realize it's not going to work, so you end up trading them the very next year, a la Russell Westbrook, who in 2017 signed a five-year deal and has been traded every year since then. <laughs> so that's cool. That yeah. I, that kind of sucks. Like he signed a tw- 2017, he signed a five-year deal with the Thunder, played that next year with the Thunder, and then was traded to the Rockets, and then traded to the where did he go after that? The Wizards. Yeah. Yeah, made a run with them. I think playoff so. Playoff run. And then... Not a playoff run. They made no, it to they the made playoffs. A run. Like. They, yeah, they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And then somewhere else, and then the Lakers. No, then the Lakers, and now the Jazz. Yeah, and he's going to be probably bought out by the Jazz. And who knows yeah, where he's he not... There's no way he plays in Utah. The The fans in Utah don't like him, and he doesn't like the fans in Utah. So there's no – he either gets bought out or they're going to flip him and trade him somewhere else. Which is happening with a few of these guys that have been uh, traded Just happened to Sfi Mikhailuk. Yeah, he's been on like three teams in the last, uh, what, 12 hours? Yeah, Sfi Mikhailuk was with the Knicks yesterday. Uh, then he went to Portland, and now he is – hold on, let me see. Where did he, ju- where did he just go? I just saw it. Now Sfi is going to Philly. And he averages like one point a game in his career for the in, in the NBA. I'll always remember him for just that dagger he hit against Nebraska basketball. Mm. You thought they were, you thought they might just beat Kansas, and then bucket. and then Svi went up there. Svi the bucket it. getter, yeah, three point shooter, obviously, and so that's why he's kind of stays in the league. But um, I don't know how much longer he'll be in the league because no. he's getting traded around. It's also very funny that the Los Angeles Lakers have traded for D'Angelo Russell, a player that, if you remember was drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. And he was he was traded as part of a, an awful, basically a salary dump because they signed Timothy Mozgov for some reason yeah, for to an lot. outlandish contract. Yeah. They also wanted to get rid of him because him and Swaggy P weren't getting along because he yeah. leaked that uh, that he was cheating on Iggy Azalea at the that's time. That's right, yeah. So Iggy? Yeah, Iggy. Iggy so right. now he yeah. has to, uh, you know, keep to himself. <laughs> yeah, his new goal here is to not yeah, don't do uh, that. Not do that again. Don't do that. Uh, but I want to see the Lakers get all that group together because, of course, that's been the storyline over the last couple of years. Like, 
oh, what could the Lakers have been if they would have just kept uh, Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance? And, <laughs> of course, you have Thomas Randall, uh, or Julius Randall, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and so, I mean, I, I'd like to say Lonzo Ball. I mean, they could get the whole group back together. I don't think uh, that they're going to be able to get to do all of it. They're not going to get Kyle Kuzma back. The Wizards love Kyle him. Kyle Kuzma, they got to get Kyle Kuzma they love, back. They love him. The Wizards love him, and they're going to re-sign him, I believe. Yeah. Talk about a guy that uh, has has. I don't know if it's has fashion or at least tries no, fashion. He does. He does not. He attempts fashion. He does not. Julius Randle staying in New York also, by the way. Don't you? Do yeah. That. Well, I don't think they're actually going to get them all back together. I just think you know it could be it could be a good story. We like get a few of them. We like second option Julius Randle. He looks really good. <laughs> is he? Yeah. No, Jalen Brunson first. Jalen Brunson is inevitable. Mm. Uh, it is interesting though, as you mentioned, Russell Westbrook. Um, He's basically, and this is going to hit home for you a little bit. He's basically uh, in in um, in a spot where he could become the next Carmelo Anthony, uh, where he might not find a team. He might just not find a team, or I mean, he has come off the bench this year, and he's Mm -hmm. up for six man of the year. If he goes somewhere else and does well off the bench somewhere, he still could be the six man of the year. He's doing really well, but he's got he's going to have to kind of decide because he's no longer. Max contract, Russell Westbrook. No, he's not build your offense, build your team around this person, Russell no, Westbrook. he's second unit. Yeah. Russell Westbrook or sell some tickets, Russell Westbrook, if you want a short-term deal with somebody. Mm-hmm. Or a la the Wizards, maybe have limited ceiling. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, however many triple-doubles or points away from, you know, getting some type of milestone, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And that'll sell some tickets for whatever game it might be. And it might <laughs> at this point, which is what Carmelo at this Anthony's point, at. It's just kind of obvious. And, and of course he went home to LA. That was his home played at UCLA. Um, so it was just kind of a, uh, I guess a, a sad homecoming, but not for many of us that saw this all along. Like when, when he signed with Los Angeles with their current roster, it was weird. I remember most people would say that. And I was just, this is going to be a disaster. And it turned out it was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and it's now the end of the disaster. Do you like the Lakers making this move? I think the, the one thing that, that kind of hurts them here is they did give up a first rounder pretty much and able to get D'Angelo Russell to be in their starting rotation mm-hmm. to, to give them a push for the playoffs, but it really doesn't put them into a, I mean, especially with the moves we've seen in the West with the Mavs and now the Suns, they're still not a contender. They just are more interesting and might make the playoffs, but what it, but either way, Westbrook and Russell uh, are, are on their last year, of their contract. So it's not a long-term thing, but yeah. they gave up a first rounder, which they don't have a whole lot of left. No, no they don't. Um, and able just to make this push. Do you think it was worth it? I think that it will, as you said, help them get to the playoffs. And maybe if they can do that, LeBron can go zero dark 30, uh, cut off all social media access and go, you know, playoff LeBron if if he still has that in the tank at 38 years old. Um, and if he can do that, D'Angelo Russell as your point guard is a much better shooter and can play more off the ball and give you more options than Russell Westbrook was giving you. Um, and also, I, I feel like he's more of a more of a pass-first point guard where he's not going to look to score right away. He's going to look to set up his teammates, and that is something that will go well with LeBron where if they're both – if D'Angelo Russell is starting, which I assume he will be, um, he'll be able to pair with LeBron and be able to give LeBron a break from, you know, being the main source of of ball handling and and trying to set everybody up. D'Angelo Russell can kind of take that over and and run the offense for the Lakers, allowing LeBron to, you know, just move off ball or, you know, just stand in a corner and get some rest uh, for for later on in the game when you need him to take over. Um, And and I think this will help Anthony Davis as well, kind of free up the paint so he can kind of go to work down there. 
if he wants to and stop, you know, going out to the three point line and, and being a stretch four or five, whatever position they have him at right now. And and we'll see too, D'Angelo Russell, um, you know, I, I again it's somewhat of a tryout period. Maybe they do end up wanting to use that cap space on him uh, at the end of the season, or like you said, even if they do a little bit, you know, well enough that maybe they can attract somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a max contract space, but you know, they can grab yeah. somebody. They also um, got Malik Beasley who's a really good defender. Yeah, I mean so uh it was uh it, it is a move I think that makes the Lakers better. Um, and maybe get him to the playoffs, but obvi- up, up ultimately um, giving up a first rounder for for that. I mean, maybe it's worth it. And in LA, you always want to be at least relevant there for a bit. Um, uh, some other uh, picks that are, excuse me, trades that aren't of the blockbuster category, but just so NBA fans know out there, Thomas Bryant was sent to the Nuggets, which means his last uh, last memory with the Lakers <laughs> will be calling for the ball uh, while LeBron James beat the the, the scoring record. Yeah, they, they said. How dare you? <laughs> you ruined, you, ruined. you tarnished the moment, Thomas. You got to go. It said you ruined the photo by putting your hand up. You're you're out of here. I'm sorry. Yeah, so they're done with Thomas Bryant. Uh, 76ers have traded Matisse Thibel to the Blazers in a three-team deal that lands the 76ers' Jalen McDaniel. Um, so kind of interesting young players being dealt there. Pacers got George Hill back and only averages mm-hmm. five points with the Bucks, but I always like George Hill. Hey, your Boston Celtics got M- Mike Muscala. Yeah, three po- stretch three-pointer. So I like that. Uh, Celtics are incredibly deep, which is why they're one of the uh, the, t- the top teams in the league. That only helps there. And the Bucks traded uh, uh, five picks uh, to get Jay Crowder. Five second-round picks, I should yeah, certainly say. That's, that's fine. That's a lot of second-round picks for a guy that was originally a second-round pick. That is true. <laughs> but it is absolutely – I mean, the but Bucks – But it's a guy who will give you some, some oh, more defensive versatility yeah. and uh, uh, a solid three-point shot. Yeah, he's fine. It's not it, – you know, he, it would be frustrating at times. He can kind of get hot or cold, but one way or the other – He's a tough guy. He's a tough guy in the league, mm-hmm. and uh, in a in a guy that's well versed and, and has played in many deep playoff runs. So uh, I, th- I think that's excellent for the Bucks. It'll take, it'll help take the defensive pressure off of Giannis. Yeah, that that too. Um, so I think that's a that's a good addition. The for Bucks them. also traded away George Hill, who's going back to the Pacers. Yeah, no, he's back to the Pacers. He spent five years there. He's got to dye his hair uh, blonde again. That's where, yes, that's where he was blonde, yeah. I believe. So. I believe so. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, also of note, I saw this online too. Um, so in the NBA, you can trade your picks for up to seven years. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, you can only trade your picks for up to three years. Yeah. Would you like to see the NFL uh, jump in a little bit more? Yeah, in the that'd trades? be great. Yeah, I think they need to extend trading picks for up to eight years. The Rams would have traded all their picks to win that Super Bowl. All of them. All they of would them. have not had any picks. <laughs> so maybe it's it's best Which to is the exactly, NFL. No, that's exactly why I want it. Well, they want to keep balance in, I want it, in the league. I want a bit. team that has zero picks just for one Super Bowl. It's it's <laughs> it would be hilarious. Oh, they would do it too. Um, one other note that I want to make before we go to break, too. I saw this in as college baseball is about to get ready to ramp up. The SEC has implemented a 10-run mercy rule in college baseball. Boo. Are you a fan? Yeah, no, no like mercy it. rules. Yeah. If you suck, I want to see how bad you are. I mean, I think there's a certain, like, no. Nebraska sometimes starts you know, in the past, and, and or, I mean, they've been on the wrong side of this, too, mm-hmm. but when it's like 21 yeah. to 3 or something, then it's no, like, I, all no, right. Keep going. But either, but if it's just ten runs or anything, I mean, then you're messing up stats. You it's like, hey, back. I'm. I, what if a guy's like a, a single away from hitting for the cycle or yeah. something? You can come back from ten runs. It's possible. Yeah, it is. Now, if it's like the ninth inning, that's a little, you know, a little preposterous. But you got a couple innings. If yeah. you go down, you know, eleven to one after four. 
It's possible. Plus, the SEC is like the baseball conference. You're supposed to be leading the way. Yeah. Not just saying, ah, 10 runs. I enough. need Vanderbilt and Arkansas to put up 20. <laughs> come on. What are you doing? You can see it. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we got some Super Bowl squares to give away. We'll talk a little Husker basketball and other sports news, uh, so a little bit of Super Bowl, as that's right around the corner, too. Uh, we'll do that next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 Ticket. 